Thank you. Welcome to our football show for the week. The Huskers getting ready for their home opener. Finally get a home game at Memorial Stadium. In fact, five of the next six will be inside of Memorial Stadium. Uh, so looking forward to seeing everybody out at the stadium on Saturday night for the game against Northern Illinois. Our text lines are open and available for you, 402 402- 413-2400. Coach Josh Martin, Nebraska's tight ends coach, is with us for the next hour tonight. First of all, thanks for coming in. Welcome to Nebraska. I mean, your your life has been kind of a bit of a rat race for the last two months, right, Coach? It has. It's been fun. It has. It's been a lot of fun, but it's been, like, truly, truly, like, you know, use the description, like, drinking out of a fire hose. You know, that's that's very similar to what it's like. It's just been, it's been nonstop for the last, oh, I don't know, how many weeks, you know, so... Since, uh, shoot, I guess we started on July 31st. You know, it was the first practice and got hired on the, on the 29th, you know what I mean? So um, had about 48 hours to kind of prepare and, you know, get ready. And we were, went on a staff retreat and all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, and it just kind of hit the ground running, you know. And then it just went from straight into training camp, obviously, to the start of the season. So, yeah, it's been, been, been crazy. But it's been a lot of fun. It really has. Okay, you were, you were in town before that. You were hired as a special teams analyst. <clears throat> So when did you when did you land in Lincoln? When when were you here to start your role in, in that role? Yeah, so my first day, um, my first day here, I guess, was January the third. I got here on January third. Um, I came and uh, Coach Rule, I, I, you know, kind of we had some mutual friends just being from Texas and had some mutual people that, you know, um, you know, didn't really know each other a whole lot before, um, but had some opportunities. Um, you know, we sat down, him and Coach Satterfield came and, and um, you know, met me down in Texas. They were going to recruit, um, I guess, Riley Van Poppel at the time. And so we met at a, a little pizza place in, uh, in Argyle, Texas, and I just kind of told him my story and kind of, you know, a little bit about me and kind of where I'd been. We met for probably, you know, 30, 45 minutes. And then, um, you know, a week or so, a week or two went by, you know, and then, um, you know, he asked me, he said, you know, I have, well, I have the analyst, you know, the special teams analyst job, and it's yours if you want it. I said, man, shoot. Tell me where to sign. You know, I, when can I when can I start? You know, he's and this is like on a Friday. I guess this is New Year's Eve, and uh, and he said, you know, I'm like, all right, when do I need to be there? And he's like, you know, be here Monday. I was like, shoot, let's go. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, so started on the third and been here pretty much ever since. Josh, there's other ways to spend your New Year's Eve. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was uh, I was so excited, you know, just have an opportunity to come here and this is such a a story program. And you know, growing up in Texas, this is always a place that I've admired forever you know just growing up in the 90s you know and you know my dad was a high school football coach and so um you know you know there was nobody that my you know my father respected more and, and everybody in my family respected more than you know coach osborne and, and just the program and I mean, i'm serious now i mean you know growing up in growing up in dallas texas man like in saturday nights man they wasn't it wasn't the longhorns that were on it was it was it was it was nebraska it really it truly was you know and and uh this place has always been a place that i've always admired from afar and um, I've known a lot of people, some people that have, you know, coached here under previous staffs and whatnot, and um, and everybody just said, you know, if you ever get a chance to go, they say it's just an unbelievable place, and so I, I'm so excited for, um, you know, for Saturday, you know, Saturday night, you know what I mean, to finally finally see it. You saw it a little bit in the spring game, you know, right. saw it a little bit in the spring game, you know, just like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe the support. And then obviously you see the volleyball team, you know, I mean, what they did, you know, setting the setting the, you know, the, uh, the world record for, uh, you know, attendance at a women's event. I mean, what an unbelievable deal. I mean, just Nebraska shows up and shows out, and, and, uh, and I couldn't be any more excited to be here and, and be a part of this university and be a part of this team. Coach Osborne, coach, usually it comes to some practices. Is it kind of surreal yeah. when you, you just look over your it really there's is. Coach Osborne yeah. standing over there? It really is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's just like I can't believe – I can't believe I'm, like, just in presence of just – you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time. You know what I mean? At, at any level, at, at any sport. You know what I mean? He's just, he truly is. And 
when he came and spoke to us, he spoke at our um, the first time I ever got to meet him. He spoke at our um, coaches clinic, and to be able to stand up there, I mean, he made his own PowerPoint, and to be able to stand up there for an hour and just talk, it was like it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, and it's just so much. I mean, I just, it's unbelievable. It's just, that guy, he's just, uh, Coach is just so unbelievable. I mean, obviously for a reason, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. The things that he did and whatnot. And, um, yeah, it's great. When Coach comes in, it's like, all right, what, you know, what can we do better? What do you see? You know what I mean? It's just, he's awesome. You have been at the, you've coached at the high school level and you've coached at the college level. Mm-hmm. Kind of take people kind of through your, your career path because you've, you've been at both. I think you were in high school last fall. I was, yeah. That. Yeah, so it's kind of a crazy, kind of a crazy story. So, um, you know, got into coaching, um, I guess 2011 was my first year. Now I was a GA at Texas Tech. Um, then had an opportunity after that, after my first year, um, kind of worked on the offensive line, defensive line. After my first year, I got a chance to go back to Tarleton State. It was the FCS school, Stephenville, yep. Texas, um, Division II at the time, and I was able to be the offensive line coach there. I, like, shoot, I was like 24, 24, you know, 24, 25 years young, right? And... Um, so did that for a couple of years. Knew I wanted to get back into college football, you know, like major, you know, power five, you know, division one football. And uh, had a chance to go to Arizona State. And so I started Arizona State in 14. I started back as a, a grad assistant with the O-line. Um, a year went by, about halfway through training camp, uh, we had a coach resign. So sim- very similar situation in some ways of a coach left. And I got hired in his role in 2015, started coaching tight ends and really never looked back from that point forward. And so coached tight ends 15, 16, and 17 Arizona State. And then I uh, was able to get hired back home at SMU in 18. and was there at 18, 19, 20, and 21 there for four seasons. And then, uh, you know, when Coach Dykes left to go <coughs> to, uh, to TCU, he didn't, hire, um, he didn't hire a tight end coach. And so he hired two receiver coaches, retained both receiver coaches that were there. And just kind of the nature of the, of the, of the business, you know what I mean? It was, it was kind of crazy, right? Kind of a crazy world just because, you know, you're like, man, we had, had a lot of success as a, you know, a school and an offense and, and did a lot of, you know, did a lot of good things. And, and um, you know, and did not have that opportunity was, was, it was kind of weird. And so some other, some other opportunities came around and, and I didn't really kind of take it. I just wanted to spend a little time with my family. And so um, was able to spend some time at a, uh, at a high school last year at Little Elm High School. And, and, but always knew, you know, wanted to get back to, to coaching, coaching uh, college football. How yeah. different is it coaching high school kids compared to like here? Uh, well, it's different in a way just because, you know, some of the, some of the juniors and seniors, some of the upperclassmen, you know, it's, um, you know, they take it serious. But, you know, some, sometimes, you know, some of the kids that are 14, 15 years right. old, they're just out there kind of hanging out. You know, they're here because they're friends or whatever. And so um, I think that was the, an adjustment for me. It was just like the, <clears throat> the care, excuse me, the care of like the, the detail and just the overall, like the amount of time that's yeah. put in. It's just not the same, you know what I mean? Um, and, but, you know, the, you know, Texas, you know, 6A high school football in Texas is a big, big deal. Time. You know, it's a big deal, you know what I mean? And so um, a lot of people care about it, you know, and, and um, but, you know, it's, coaching's coaching, you know, and I, I poured into those kids just like I pour into my guys now. And, and uh, you know, no, there was no different. Like, we won our first game, um, you know, last year. We went on a, uh, went into overtime first game, you know, and, and I was call, I was the offense coordinator, I was calling the plays there, and you know we, we came, but we were down by I think two or three scores at halftime, and came back and won the game, and then just that win. I mean, just to win that game, you know, we beat you know beat another obviously beat another team, and and uh, but just to that, I mean, I felt no different winning that game than I did any other. You know what I mean? Just winning a big game, and so coaching is coaching. You know, um, and I had, had there's some great relationships, there's some people that I, you know, I, I love to, to death that are great friends and great mentors to me, and. Um, yeah, I believe God puts you in a place where you're supposed to be, you know, and there was a reason I was there and, and um, you know, I, I enjoyed my I enjoyed my time there and I'm certainly it was certainly glad to get an opportunity to come here though. I'm, I'm so appreciative of high school coaches because I mean, those kids are dealing with a lot. I mean, sure. they're trying to figure out 
what they kind of want to be and what they yeah, are. Sure. And, I mean, life is coming at them fast no when they're 14, 15, Oh, yeah, there's no old. doubt. Yeah, it's so different, too. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not real, real far removed from that. I mean, it's been, you know, several years since I was in high school. But it's, yeah. it's, it's so different than when I was there. Um, totally different, you know, than when I was in when I was in high school, right? Yeah. Just I think with the phones and the social media, I mean, there was no like I got a cell phone. I guess when I turned sixteen and got my, you know, got a, uh, you know, got a, got my driver's license, whatever. But you still could even text sure, people yeah. at that time, you know. I remember, I remember, I was in high school. My dad came home and was like, "Hey, somebody, they just sent me a text message. Why would you? Why would you text? Why would you just call me? You know what I mean? It's like funny how the world has evolved. Right now, these kids are on TikTok and doing all this crazy yeah. stuff. So, but yeah, but yeah, no, it's, it was a, it was a, a unique experience getting to do that. Um, but I was certainly. Um, you know, and I learned a lot. You know, I think you become a you become a, a much better coach when you when you deal with, you know, different you know you know just different levels of um, you know of skill and understanding and whatnot. And you can't you know it made me kind of adjust and evolve. And you know you can't you can't do as much stuff. And you have to keep it really really simple. You know what I mean? And uh, you know what can the kids execute and what can they do? So I learned a lot. I truly did. I learned a lot in that that time that I was uh, at Little Elm High School. That's great. Hey folks, learn how you can earn up to two hundred and fifty dollars more per acre. When you grow value-added grain by visiting cvacoop.com, Central Valley Ag, the official co-op of Husker Nation. We're talking to Huskers tight ends coach Josh Martin. Just got the job late July, right before camp open. So you had been around the team since January. So you probably knew the guys in the room that you're now coaching. I don't know how well you knew them, but what's, what's the room like? What's well, a good room? You know, it's a young room. Uh, it is. It is a young room. You know, um, there's not. A, there's not a senior in the room. Um, you know, and Nate Borkatier, I guess next year could technically be a senior, but he's really not. You know, he's got a COVID, COVID year, year, so he, te- he technically has two years left. And so, um, but the, the room has got a lot of. There's a ton of talent in there. Um, there there's not a. Um, you know, they haven't. Had, they don't have a lot of experience. And so, I, the only way that you get better. Um, at football, at any position, is playing football, and so to the, get those first two games, get a tough training camp under their belt, you know, for Thomas and Nate, Janarian Bonner, um, you know, to, you know, Luke Lindenmeyer, um, Jake Applegates, all those guys to, to get some some playing time and get that underneath their belt. I think you really started to see a jump this week. Um, you know, like last week, you could really start to see it with Nate. This week, you could really start to see it with Thomas. You know, like, they had a really good practice today. You know, and um, just continuing to build and stack success. Um, in that room, you know, Jerry Bonner, same thing, right? Is really starting to come on and, and do some good things for us, right? And it's a very versatile room. These guys can all do a lot of different things. They can block. They can, um, you know, they can run. They can run routes. They can, you know, do a lot of, you know, you know, pass protect. There's a lot of different things that we ask those guys to do, and uh, you know, it takes a little bit of time, right? It takes a little bit of time, but th- those guys are going to be. We're going to have a chance to have a really good, really good room by the end of the year. You mentioned Jake. He was playing defense a year ago. Yeah. That's one of the transitions you guys as sure. a staff made. Uh-huh. How's he? Kind of fitting into Good. that. Role. Yeah, no, he's doing he's doing well. Yeah, Jake's and Jake's kind of one of those guys. He can do a little bit of everything. You know, he can, you know, he can block in line. He can block off the ball. He can run routes. You know, he's athletic. Um, he's got good hands. Um, you know, and I think the the one thing about Jake and the, and the rest of those guys is how much they truly do like care. You know, like I was sprinting out of here, or out of my meeting to come. You know, to come yeah, to, here, the, to the yeah. meeting here. You know, and those guys are. You know, they're still in there, like going. You know, going back through the tape. You know, I mean, those those guys really, really. I mean. They, they, the the level of care, not just from them, but just our whole team in general. Like I've never seen anything like it before. The culture that we're building here and the culture that we have. I mean, these guys like like they want to win, and they they they're really taking a heart. Like, okay, what is it? Like, what do I have to do 
to, to be a good football player? What do I have to do to help us win? Okay, I'm going to do it. Right? I'm going to dive in and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to spend. And they're always in our offices, right? You can go down the hall. Or you can go to Coach Ruello's office. Man, there's always offensive linemen there. You go to um, Coach McGuire's office. Man, there's always receivers in there, right? The quarterbacks are always. I mean, they're just our guys are constantly around the office, right? And so that's that's how you uh, you obviously you develop relationships with guys. But they, you know, they're always like, you know, what can I do? You know, how can I do this better? What can I do here? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know what I mean? So there, there really is. A, there's really been a big impact and a really big, uh, really big buy-in on these guys. So. Good. Text for you. Red from Alliance says, we need to get Fedoni going. How's he and the other tight ends doing? Go Big Red. Good. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think with time, uh, you know, as, as time progresses on, I think we'll see, you know, more and more of those things. I mean, sometimes the, the coverage, um, you know, can dictate things and take, you know, guys away in the, in the passing game at times. Um, and sometimes you see, you know, the guys will be more open. But I feel like as the season, the season goes along, uh, historically, I think with um, players that I've coached and whatnot, and I, and I think just in general too, the tight end position is utilized more and more and more in the passing game as the as the season progresses on, as it starts to get a little bit colder. The um, you know people start to get injured, people start stepping up, and you know that's when it starts to get colder. You start you know there's a little more play action, there's a little for, you know a few more things that you know tight ends can you know get open a little bit more. And um, but we we just kind of take what the defense gives us, and um, you know I I, I, I feel like uh, you know Thomas has got a really bright future along with Nate. You know, Nate caught that first third down the other day, right? Caught that Huge. dig on that, you know, third and long, right? Caught that, you know, beautiful, you know, Jeff did a great job coming backside and, you know, hit the dig and, um, you know, we're able to run for a little bit. And so I, I really feel like as the, the season progresses, though, I feel like it'll be, it'll be, it'll just continue to, it'll just con- continue to climb and just get better and better. You know, players need something positive to happen to kind of keep them going. And I thought Thomas making the catch basically in the final play of the game, might just do wonders for him. Does that mean go, okay, that works. Okay, now I know what I, I got to go sit down on a route or whatever I have to do to, to make things happen. So hopefully that really kicks him going. Sure, yeah. You know, I think even even more so than the, the touchdown, I think was, oh gosh, it was the – it was a third down, and he Remember, caught he caught a really really tough it. like con, you know contested ball. You know that he really didn't go compete for it. You know would have probably had a chance to be picked, right? But a truly a contested football, and was able to just go physically take it away from another man. Everybody just I mean you could just hear on the side like, even from the you know so close, right? You see people in the in the stand, like, ooh, you know like I mean it was a like it kind of it was a, it was a nice it was a nice snag, you know. And so I I feel like that just really maybe kind of gave him a little confidence and then just playing football, right? You know what I mean? Just the more you play, the better you feel and the more the more confident you have that you can go make those type of plays, right? And I think it showed up today at practice. Like he had one, he probably had his best practice that he's had um, since I've been here for sure. Do today. you think, because he's been, I mean, doggone it, he's had so many injury problems. Since Do you think he trusts his body yet? Do you think he's now just playing and not thinking about, is this leg going to hold, is that knee going to hold? I do. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, I really do. I, I feel like he's... Um, he really, like he told me, he's like, man, I'm feeling like I'm, you know, he, there, he, he's such a, he wants to be so good, right? Yep. And he's, he's, he's so hard on himself. And, and he's really, I've just, that's one of the things we've really been working on so much is like, man, just play the next play, right? Just play the next play, play the next play, play the next play. Um, and I feel like that, that is starting to fade away a little bit of like maybe the, the worry about everything else and just like, I'm going to go do my job and go make a play. I'm going to just do it to the very best of my ability. I'm going to go win the rep. You know what I mean, and I, and I feel like this, again, the more that the more reps he takes, the better he's the better he's going to get. Same with all those guys, right? Same with with Nate, same with Janarian, same with yeah. Jake and Luke and all those guys. So. 
Coach Martin with us till the top of the hour. Husker tight ends coach. We're talking some football about the Big Red as they get ready for the Northern Illinois Huskies coming up on Saturday night. 402-413-2400. That's the number if you want to fire off a text for the coach. That is our Woodhouse Auto Family Hotline. Woodhouse is your trusted auto partner with 20 brands, 20 convenient sales, and service locations. We're making car buying on your terms. Visit us online at woodhouse.com. More with the coach coming up. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, they are the Midwest's premier John Deere dealers, applying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. It's our football show for the week. Delighted to be joined by tight ends coach Josh Martin. Uh, before I get too far away, how was dorm life for you a month ago? What was that <laughs> like been, for you? It's been a while since I've been in a dorm, man. That's kind of funny you asked me. I'd kind of forgotten about it. I tried to forget about it. You know, I didn't really spend a whole lot of time there, you know. Uh, I, I really just kind of slept there. So it was uh, – I never really saw it in the daylight, to be honest with you. So I got there at midnight and, you know, left at about 5. five. You know? So I spent about, you know, five hours a night there, I guess. So it wasn't – I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the dorm, but it was fine. It really was. It was fine. I never um, – I mean, I, I never even – I had my toothbrush. I had all my stuff here, and I just – I literally went home. I went, went back over to there. the dorm and – Did you walk just back got and forth the bed. I drove, yeah. I drove oh, you back. drove. Yeah, okay. I, I drove, yeah. I went over there and drove back and forth, right? But, uh, yeah, just – it was good. just it was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. It was a uh, place to rest my head, you know. And, but I would say at that time there was just so much going on, you know. It was like, I, gosh, I felt like – I was like, I could literally – not even sleep, right? If I could stay awake for a month, I could stay awake for a month. There's so much work to do, you know, just getting in so late. But that uh, dorm was fine. It was it was really good to do that with the the players, though. I think that's is as much for the players as anything, right? Just the to spend that time together, the camaraderie and the brotherhood that you really truly, you know, get to build during that time. You know, as far as that, you know, when practice is over, everybody going their separate ways. To be able to stay in a dorm is is huge and beneficial for a team. Well, I know you said you sprinted down from your office. You guys are still here in, in North yeah. Stadium. You have not transitioned yet over there. Correct. The players have with a locker room, yeah. and I'm told it's pretty ridiculous. It's unreal. Yeah, it's, it's unreal. It's like when you, go into the, when you go into the locker room and you see the – I mean, it looks like a, a daggum spa in there. I mean, it's like the, you got these pools and stuff everywhere, all these like hydro – like all these tanks and all this like just crazy uh, – you know, all these crazy uh, – you know, things for recovery and stuff. And that's one of the biggest things that we believe in here, you know, is, is the recovery phase. And our guys are so bought into that, you know. I mean, they have the, the sleep pods and the, the therapy tanks and all. I mean, I don't even know half the stuff that's in there. But I was walking through the other day. Garrett and I were walking in the other day. I was like, man, I got to start taking it back. I can go sit in this hot tub. Right? I can go sit in the sauna, you know, go sit in this cold tub, you know what I mean? So I got to start taking advantage of that. So I got to carve out a little bit of time for myself, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's it's unreal. It's it's amazing. The the people. I mean, they did it so right. I mean, they did it so right. It's just, it's so first class. It really is. It's it's unbelievable. Great to hear. It should be a good, nice little recruiting tool too. Oh no doubt. I can't wait to move over there full time. Yeah, folks, contact eight one one two days before you dig to protect your underground utilities and yourself. It's free. It's easy. It's the law. Tim and Carney a text for you, Coach. He said, "I would love to see the tight ends getting more involved, catching passes, stretching the defense." Uh, go big red. Uh, that's news to a tight ends coach. <laughs> no and doubt. you guys in your room, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Those guys would probably second that. No, we we um, we you know, we have a we've got a good plan each week, and and uh, you know I think is we're you know you're still finding you know being so new to a program right, and and only two games in right, going on to game three, you're still trying to trying to figure your identity right, and, and kind of you know who who you are a little bit, you know, and and I mean you you know and you have an you have an idea right, but. As as time progresses and we get through the the and we continue to go through the season, those, I think we'll really see those guys continue to 
show up more and more, or at least I hope so. But I, you know, we're really, um, you know, we, the we we just we feel like in our offensive scheme that the 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 you know the throws and the catches will will come you know come for those guys. We don't have to like, oh man, we have to just go truly dial one up for you know somebody whatnot. We feel like it'll happen within the the course of the offense. If the stats are right, that's a big if sometimes. Tight ends were targeted eight times last week, and he had four catches. Thomas had two, and, and, and Nate had two catches in that game as well. Nate, I love talking about Nate Borkature, kid that was a walk-on yeah. in the program, has earned himself a scholarship, hard worker. What am I missing? I mean, it it, it seems like he's almost too perfect. Smart. Smart. Tough, loyal. You named it, man. He's, man, he's awesome. He's awesome. I, he, he's, a, he's a much better, like, route runner, I feel like, than what people give him credit for, you know. Um, you know, he caught, like I said, he caught that dig on the, the, the first third down, you know. And, uh, but, I, yeah, no, I think the world of Nate. You know, he's just so intent in how he goes about his business, and he's tough, and he loves football, loves to compete, you know, constantly wants to get better. And, you know, those guys, he brings out the best of those guys in that room, and they, they bring out the best in him. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a fun guy to coach because it's like, Coach me, coach. Like, what can I do? How can I improve? What can I do to, to, you know, be the best player that I can be? And, you know, the best way to help the team improve is to improve yourself, right? And so um, he's bought into that and knows that, and, uh, and he's, he's awesome. I, 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 there's a special place in my heart, obviously, for, you know, for guys that walked on and right, did it the hard way and, and uh, you know, come in and play. What a, cool, what a cool story that is, you know? And there's a lot of guys like that in that room. I mean, shoot, you know, Luke was Luke. the same way and Jake yeah. and all those guys, right? And so – all potential to be really good players, and there's some young guys in that room, you know, that have a chance to be really good players at some point, you know, that are, that just came in as a freshman, you know, that um, you know came and walked on, and it's just the development, right? You know, how how hard are you willing to work, and you know they've got the talent, and the tools, and and let's go uh, let's go put it all together, you know. And sometimes it takes them a couple of years, and sometimes it takes them, you know, four, you know, four or five years. But you know, Nate's Nate's uh, a testament to to believing in yourself and hard work and dedication and all that stuff. So I'm proud of him. You know, Josh, the, the, the walk-on program is so near and dear sure. to the heart of all the fans because it's been just a huge part of this program. Nate Borkacher graduates up, gets him a scholarship, and now Luke Lindemeyer is a walk-on to this program. And wh- what has he done to earn your trust and some playing time sure. out of this? Yeah, well, the first thing about Luke is he's, he's really, really smart. He's a very versatile guy. He's very, very versatile. He's a guy that you can kind of plug and play wherever. You know, so he can play. He can just – he's – he truly is like a, a, a real tight end because he can do, he can kind of do it all, right? He can play. He's really good at playing off the ball. He plays with great leverage. Um, you know, he's he's you know he's a good route runner. Um, you know, he's he's just a guy that you can just I trust him to put him in a lot of different places because I know that he's gonna he's gonna do the right thing and he's gonna um, you know and he's gonna he's gonna get it done. Right? He's gonna play with the the right leverage, the right technique, and he's gonna come off the ball and he's gonna you know he can he can do a lot of things for us and you know this year and I think moving forward in the future. I mean, shoot, he's a young player. I mean, I think he just turned. 19 the 19, other day, yeah, I he had, so. his, had his birthday like a week ago, yeah. uh, 10 days ago, whatever it was, and um, but yeah, I mean, the future's really bright for Luke. All right, I'm going to ask you about a guy that's not in your room, but he, we see him in jumbo packages, and that's Justin Evans Jenkins. Sure, yeah. I mean, I love that little wrinkle you guys yeah. have had. We've seen both at Minnesota in the Colorado game. Yep. I know he's not a tight end, but he yep. kind of comes out and sure. does some of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, no, Justin's, uh, you know, I, I think any time that – you know, we always think like, you know, players over plays, right? And what can we do to coach is big on this? Like, what can we do to, you know, get our best personnel on the field, you know? And I think when you throw multiple personnel groupings at, you know, defenses and stuff, it makes you makes it hard to prepare for, I think, at times. And, um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, Justin's a guy that, like I said, is a, a versatile guy and just a, an extra, you know, body and edge, you know, that maybe some of the guys in my room don't have. I mean, none of my guys are, you know, 300 pounds and have the, you know, quite the same, you know, power as him. And, and so, um, 
but you know Justin's a guy that he's he's definitely been able to come in and help our team, help our run game. You know, and we've gotten to some of those situations, especially in the you know late in the third and the fourth quarter. You know, at Minnesota game one, and then you know early in the game last week. You know, and and he come in and and really you know truly set an edge and knock some people off the ball. So I've been proud of him. And then also I, I work with the you know. Uh, kind of the special teams background, right? He's, uh, you know, one of our starting shields, our personal protector, right? So I spend, I get to spend a lot of time with him as well, you know, in the special teams and the punt, yeah. you know, portion of practice as well. So I've got to develop a pretty good relationship with him. So he's an awesome guy. And I, I can't say enough good things about Justin. Cool. Good stuff there. Yeah. Folks, buckle up, put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Time for this week's featured Husker alum, brought to you by our Alumni Hall. Great sponsor here on the Huskers Radio Network. This week we focus in on a wide receiver that played at Nebraska last year and caught his first NFL touchdown pass on Sunday. It's Trey Palmer. First and 10, Oscars at their own 13. Borkatcher in motion from the right to the left of the formation. Play action. Roy in the pocket is Casey. Taking a shot deep downfield. Looking for Palmer. Makes a catch at the 40. He's going to go. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. Trey Palmer, big game against Iowa to end last season. Caught a pass for the Bucks the other day against the Vikings in their victory up in Minneapolis. Alumni Hall is your ultimate Husker shopping experience with the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop their two Lincoln locations or alumnihall.com, Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. Keep those texts coming, 402-413-2400. We've got more with Coach Martin coming up next. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more. Acres Solutions for every field. Greg Sharp with you tonight on our football show. Delighted to be joined by Josh Martin, Husker tight ends coach. The start has not been what anybody wanted. How have the guys kind of shaken that off? What, what's been the attitude around the office this week? Great. It's been really good. Really good. It's just win the rep, what can I do to get better, you know, look at yourself, um, you know, and then just like Coach talked about this week, like double down on the process. Like the process, like the, there's guys that are playing really good football right now. We haven't put it together as a, as a team yet, right? I haven't put it together um, in, in some, you know, in some ways offensively yet, you know what I mean, especially. But, you know, we double down on the process. There's a lot of guys that, have, that are playing good football on – Offense, defense, special teams right now, and um, the reason they did that is because of the work that they put in throughout the spring, throughout the summer, throughout training camp, the way that they're practicing, the way they're going about their, their the way they're handling meetings, um, the way they're preparing, and just continue. You know, you, you don't revert back to something, you know, to something different, right? Let's just let's double down, right? and let's just say like this is what it's going to take, and I'm just going to continue to do it, right? And I'm going to do it better. You know what I mean? So that's that's really what this week has been like, and. We had a great practice today. We really did. We good. had a really good practice. It was um, guys got after today, flew around, and you know sometimes you worry about oh, okay they're going to go out here and mope around. What's it going to be like? And man, there's none of that. This is a good practice team, man. I really do. They, they these guys like we're we're close, and I think they see it. You know what I mean? I think I really do. I think they see that hey, we're close. We're close to put it together, and you know let's go put it together. You know. You know this football. A lot of times games are decided by three or four plays, and sure. I think that's kind of the case. Even last week with Colorado, even the final score may not indicate 100%. that. But there were three or four plays that if they don't go the way they did, that game's completely different, oh, right? Yeah, no doubt, no question, no yeah. question. Yeah, I, you say it all the time, right? You just, you said it right. But uh, there's several plays that you know it's you can usually count on one hand what they are, right? Yeah. How many how many of them there are that that come up that change the the course of a game, and it may be an explosive play, it may be a 
you know, a turnover, maybe whatever it may be, right? Um, but and, and a lot of times, you know, coach talks about this too. Of like, you know, there may be something that happens on a, there'll be something that happens on a Wednesday practice, right? That that will um, show itself that we'll either we'll either correct it and and that'll help us either win the game or it won't. And we'll you know we'll lose the game. There's something that you know, there's something you can take from each week throughout practice and stuff. So there's Good. no question about it. Art in Los Angeles for you, coach. Uh, ask Josh who he looks up to and who's his favorite NFL player is. Who I look up to, I, I for sure my my father's my greatest mentor for sure. And he was um, a coach. He was a coach. Yeah, yep. yeah, he definitely was a coach. Um, yeah, my father was is definitely uh, somebody I, I for sure look up to. Another guy that has a, a huge mentor of mine. His name is Chris Thompson. He was um, he's actually a tight end coach at Florida State, um, but he's a um, they've gotten off to a good start. They have, yeah, they got off to a really good start. We we text quite a bit. He's a really good friend of mine. He was actually the O line coach at at ASU when I was there. And just one of the greatest people in, in the whole world and just um, a, a really, really good man and a really good football coach. Um, and then, oh, gosh, my favorite NFL player. Man, maybe of all time. I love – I was a, I was a big – I was – you know, I'm a Cowboys fan. I always, I've always liked uh, – but I have like always liked Brett Favre. I was a big Brett Favre fan growing up. Obviously, Troy Aikman. You know, I kind of grew up in the 90s when, the you know, the Cowboys were – you know we're killing it stuff. So loved uh, you know loved Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin and you know all those guys and whatnot. So um, probably one of the Cowboys I would imagine. But yeah, if, if I had to say not a Cowboy, I'd probably say you know I was I was a big yeah I was I like just the way he played yeah. the game and just would go about you know just um, and then from a tight end perspective, man, I, I love I was I'm big I was a big Gronkowski fan. You know I love just love how he he played the game. You know he just. He just he played big all the time, you know. And as the years progressed, and he got older, right? He wasn't as fast and couldn't do, you know, couldn't couldn't separate as well, you know, just using just straight speed. And so he just got to be more of a savvy vet, right? Could the way he could control his body and just find contact and separate on routes and stuff, you know, was a really savvy football player. Jason Witten was the same way. I yeah. Actually, had a chance to sit down. He coaches at a high school in the, the DFW area. And so I had an opportunity to go sit down with him. I actually sat with him in a meeting. Went to go um, uh, one of their OTAs in like May or June, whenever it was, a couple of years back when he was still playing for the Cowboys. Got a chance to go sit in that position meeting and just sit next to him. And it was, man, it was, it was, really, it was a really cool experience at that. I was you know, coaching at another place. But really cool experience to sit in there and just, you know, I mean, be, able, be able to kind of, you know, uh, Talk to a guy that was a you know first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, yeah. what I mean? it was a pretty cool deal. So Gronk played with kind of a certain joy about it. He did, I, yeah. I really enjoy players. Yeah. You kind of feel like yeah. he loves. He loves football. football. I know, right? Well, that's one of the main things that I I look for in recruiting. Right? Is I I want a guy that truly loves football. Right? Not a guy that loves recruiting. Like I want a guy that loves football. Uh, I, the guy that enjoys the process. Right? We talk about all the time. All the time. Right? He enjoys. Like he likes to go to practice, right? He likes to lift weights. He likes to watch film, right? He's a football junkie, right? Like that's the type of guys that you want, you know, in your in your program. And as many of those as you can get, the better you'll be, you know. And so that's one of the main things I want to find out. One of the first things I find out in recruiting is like, does this kid love football? Uh, and if he does, like he'll have a chance to be a really good player. And if he doesn't, then, you know, it'll be a struggle, right? Because if you don't love football, the, the time investment of this stuff is – there's a lot of time invested in it, right? You know, like if I didn't love football, right, I'd be miserable, right? Yeah. I work 100 hours a week, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but I love football, right? I love competing at the at the you know highest level, and and uh, you know I'm grateful to certainly grateful to be here. But yeah, you definitely if you love football, that's that's one of the reasons for sure. I love I love Gronk, no question. You mentioned Favre 
Jordan Love started a quarterback for them this week with Rodgers off to New York. Yeah. I'm sad to hear Rodgers. Man, I know. That's horrible. I hated that. Yeah. But Love was only the third starting quarterback for the Packers organization to start opening day since 1993 because yeah, Favre had the long run yeah. and then Rodgers had that. That's something. That is crazy. You know, there's a similar stat. something with the Steelers with the, um, with Tomlin. He's Tomlin. a head coach. And I don't remember I don't remember the exactly how. before him. Yeah, and, and then before that. Uh, Chuck Noll? Yeah, it was Chuck Noll. It's like they've had three coaches in like however many, 50 you know, years. 50 years. You know, that's just so – you know the coaching. You know it's such a carousel, right? Just it's so it's just so unique and just so it's just crazy to crazy to think about. You know, good stuff. Hey, Woodhouse Auto Family is your trusted auto partner with 20 brands, 20 convenient sales and service locations. We're making car buying on your terms. Visit us online at woodhouse.com. 402-413-2400. Just a couple minutes left with Coach Martin. We're back to do that next. Dorothy Lynch, homestyle light and lean dressing, endless flavorabilities. Final few minutes of our football show for the week. Josh Martin, Husker tight ends coach with us uh, for about five more minutes. Still time if you want to slip a text question in at 402-413-2400. All right, let's turn the page. This week it's Northern Illinois. The Huskies, Husker fans, remember, they've come here in the past and won a game. They're 1-1. One one. Nice win against BC and lost last week to Southern Illinois. Give me kind of a thumbnail about their defense. So really good defense. Um, they're you know I think the the strength of their defense is um, is up front in their front seven. You know they, they play a lot of guys you know, on the defensive line and uh, will rotate quite a few guys and you know they've got some got some big they got some guys with some length and um, you know some guys that can you know really control the line of scrimmage at the point of attack and it'll be a good challenge for us. So they're primarily a you know a four down front team and. Um, you know, we're used to seeing kind of every defense in the world from our, you know, from Coach yeah. White and what, you know, our defense does. So uh, there's really not any, not many things that we haven't seen, you know, offensively, you know what I mean? Um, but um, it'll be, a, it'll be, they're a very formal opponent. And, and obviously, you know, you re, it doesn't matter who you play, right? The process is the process, right? And then, you know, everybody you play is, you know, you take it all, every, every game is the same as far as like, how, you know, what your preparation on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are like. And, um, but um, and I think, they, you know, they're very well coached and, um, you know, they've got a good scheme, do a good job. Doesn't say Minnesota, doesn't say Colorado, but I'm sure there's enough on tape for your guys to go, all right, got sure. to take them serious. Oh, no question. Yeah, I, absolutely. Well, and you know, you only get 12 of these opportunities a year guaranteed, right? So, um, you know, I don't know how anybody couldn't take any game yep. seriously, right, no matter who you're playing, you know. So, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's week three, and, you know, you know the, the goal is to go 1-0, and you know. And so um, you just got to go have a great practice each and every week and um, or each and every day of the, of the week and, Prepare yourself to go play well Saturday. Earn the right to go win on Saturday, and um, you know we started off well today and, and had a good you know had a good first day. And um, but yeah, we're definitely looking forward to get back out in Memorial Stadium and, and going to compete, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun atmosphere. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I bet. Yeah. Game one, I look out there and all of a sudden here's ten running around and catching a pass. Heinrich Harbor catching a pass. Yeah, heck of an athlete. I mean, Heinrich sure. can do a lot of different things, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. No question. Right. Well, the same deal. We kind of talked about it earlier, right? We just say like. You know, where's our, find our best personnel and you know put them on the field, right? Somebody that can, you know, that can make a play and can do some things. And so I think that, you know, Coach Rule's so good about that and just creative of ways that you know he's always looking for like, okay, what you know, finding traits like traits of guys that can do things, you know, at a high level and can help us win, you know. And so I mean, he caught a, you know, had a you know had a, a nice catch, you know, had a first down, had a long yep. run after catch, you know, and and. Um, I guess that was maybe second quarter, whatever it was, um, you know, against Minnesota. So, yeah, I can definitely do a lot of things. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah, and I thought he, he he didn't look like the moment was too big when he came into the no, game the other day. I mean, not at all. He, he didn't play perfect. He made some mistakes, <clears> but <throat> he ran hard. He, uh, he put the ball and the money there for Thomas yeah. for the touchdown. It was good. Yeah, you know, I think what what I respected the most about him was being able to step into that moment and 
um, you know, to get hit, you know, and, and step in there and, and, and complete the ball, you know, throw the ball, right? Not being like he didn't let the rush or didn't let any of that stuff like affect him at times, you know? Um, and I was, I was proud of how he played. I mean, he's, he showed up and I, I felt, you know, I had a lot of, you know, you never know how a quarterback's going to play no. until they get into it. You know, you truly get into a game, you know, in a game setting. And, uh, you know, he really, he really stepped up and, you know, did a nice job for us. So I was, I was proud of how he, how he performed and how he handled himself. You know, I mentioned this to you in the break that we all, media people, all make a big deal about playing in that high altitude in Boulder. Sure. That didn't seem to affect the Huskers at all. Yeah. There was no cramping in Minnesota the week right. one. I mean, this looks like a really well-conditioned team. We are, yes. Yeah, we are. That's, a, that's a testament to how we practice. You know, I mean, I, like, I've been in other places and, you know, I've been worked with other coaches before. I've never seen anything quite like this before and how we, how we practice and how we, how we go about doing things here. And so I think a lot, a lot of it's a, it's a testament to Corey Campbell and the strength staff and how, how they, um, you know, handle things and, and um, you know, how we run things and the, the programs that we have. And, um, you know, with Kristen and nutrition, I mean, it's just a collective, it's, a, it's just a culmination of a lot of different, everybody in the organization, right? And, uh, you know, getting our guys to go perform at a high level on Saturdays. It's not just the coaches or just the strength guys or um, the, the players have to buy in, right? They have to do, you know, we talk all week about hydrating, right? You know, it was a deal on, you know, Monday, it was like, hey, you know, we start hydrating, right? And so that was a big deal all week, right? You kind of say it at nauseam a little bit. They're like, coach, I got you, right? But they carry those gallon jugs around everywhere. Everywhere they go is gallon water jugs. And, uh, you know, it's an expectation for them to have it everywhere. When they go to class, they're supposed to have it, you know? And, um, but well, I they, see them all They did a good job. Here. Yeah, they, you know, they did a great job all week of taking care of their bodies, right? The recovery phase of it, they're so bought into that and, and understand the, um, you know, understand the science behind it and you know, truly believe in it. Where are you on game days? Are you down? I'm down, yes. You're down? Yep, I'm down. Okay. Yeah, so you like being down there? I do, yeah. I, I do enjoy being down there. Yeah, I certainly do. I like being around, the, you know, um, just being around, the, being around the guys and being able to coach them when they come off on the, you know, on the side instead of them having to, one of them having to go to the phone and talk to the press box. I definitely enjoy being yeah. down. More. Well, Josh, I enjoyed this. Thank you yeah, for coming Yeah, thank down. you so much. Let's go beat uh, the Huskies yeah, on Saturday Yeah, night. let's go 1-0. Perfect. Josh Martin with us here on our Nebraska football show here tonight. Hey, Woodhouse Auto Family, they are your trusted auto partner with 20 brands, 20 convenient sales and service locations. We're making car buying on your term. Visit us online at woodhouse.com.